Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, we dive into 20 practice organization ideas. This is Mark Holcomb from the Football Coaches Corner Podcast, and today we're going to take a look at 20 ideas for organizing your practice to make things run smoother and also maybe some things you forgot about. Uh, As a coach, you're always wanting to, you know, go research people, go look at other ideas, and just see what other people are doing uh, with their practice organization. And we have done this at our program uh, over the past 20 years and just to see some things that maybe we're missing we will visit some uh, local high school coaches talk to high school coaches when they're uh, out of season uh, also go to clinics uh, visit any local colleges that we have and also go to any college clinics and just see if there's anything we're missing so today I want to go over some ideas that we've picked up over the past few years about things that maybe might put a little more life into your practice or things that maybe you're just forgetting Uh, One of the first things we talk about is uh, we like to have a day a week uh, where we emphasize special teams. Now, uh, we have kickers who are also soccer players. So Tuesdays are basically the day we get with our kids and also Thursdays, which Thursdays for us in the past have just been kind of a a glorified uh, ghost game or walkthrough. But we also do live kicking on that day. But on on Tuesday, uh, we want to spend 20 minutes – just of special teams we want to film those Uh, we want to take a look at them after practice and just uh you know during that time go through and see any mistakes that we're making Uh, we feel like this has helped us out a lot because you know our first year at this at the new school uh we were jv only and uh did some good things on special teams because we were able to spend a lot of time but year two when we moved up to a varsity program looking back at it we probably uh you know slotted our special teams and didn't uh make it as important as it needed to be but this past year that was one of the things that our kids asked for one of the things that our coaches wanted to really emphasize was special teams uh we ended up blocking uh two or three kicks uh returning a couple punts for a touchdown and uh two kickoff returns that i can remember of but you know didn't have the the greatest uh outcomes on some of our kicking game that we wanted to but felt like that this helped us spend a lot of time uh, on mondays uh prior to going out to practice we would just spend some time going over our opponents and maybe looking at the the good the bad and the ugly from our special teams uh from the week before but we do feel like special teams is uh something that we want to make sure that we can spend time with i know some of you are fortunate to have you know full-time kickers uh, and if you're fortunate to have that I think you spend more time with that, but we were able to break our days down a little bit more into, uh, you know, periods of special teams, maybe without the kick and maybe the blocking, the blocking aspect of it or the return aspect. Uh, but that that Tuesday 20 minute special teams period was uh, big for us. And our, since we filmed it, our kids knew that we added a little more emphasis to it, too. Uh, one of the things that we picked up uh, that I've picked up basically, too, over the, the past 25 years is starting out with. Uh, something intense uh, at the beginning of practice now you know it could be something such as you know an 11 on 11 period for five minutes it could be you know to put the ball down on the 20 or the 30 or the 40 going in and you're good on good offense versus defense and this doesn't have to be a a, a scout period 
you know, you can just run your base offense against your base defense. Uh, could be a goal line period. And I think one of the main things you do is, uh, you know, you, you let the kids know, you know, while you're warming up, while you're going through your stretches or your quarterbacks are getting loose or, you're, you know, your guys are going through their everyday drills right before uh, practice starts during your pre-practice, is let the kids kind of know what's going on and let them know, hey, we're going to blow the whistle up here and we're going to put the ball on the 20 and, you know, you got you – it's first down and let's see what happens. And I think that gets your kids started off a little bit, maybe kickstarts them a little bit sometimes from uh, just the monotony of, uh, you know, practicing every day doing the same exact things all the time uh, you're going to end up in an 11 on 11 period or a goal line period at some point during the week so this is just also a way to steal a little bit of time uh, i'm a, a person who believes in you know being uh, as organized as you can i think uh, your kids need to know your practice schedule the kids need to see it uh, you know you need to try as a coach and one of the things that i've got to try to do a better job of is sticking to it you know we're fortunate to have a uh, a time clock and uh, sometimes uh, you know I'd be the first to admit that time gets away from me uh, but I think that it's more important to the kids if they know exactly what you're doing you know if you're doing a 10 minute inside period and you've got 15 plays scripted uh, if you get those 15 plays done before that 10 minute period then you know you give your kids a few minutes to uh, uh, you know uh, get a drink of water uh, rest a little bit or just get them ready uh, you know move and get the equipment you need for the next period uh, going to uh, some practices this year, one of the most interesting drills I saw this year was uh, what a coach called uh, his wacky 11 on 11. Now, you can do this uh, for defense, for offense, but the basic setup is that you would have, if you're going to do it for offense, you would put your offense on the 50 yard line, and on the 40 on either side, you would have one group of defense on, the, let's say, the left side another group of defense on the right side now this 11 on 11 period if you're doing it from an offensive standpoint uh, you know you could if you're facing a team that runs three down and four down you could do something like putting your four down your four two five to one side your three four to the other and basically what you're going to try to do is you're going to move your offense from one side to the other as quickly as possible now there's a couple of different ways you can do this and look at it you can run the same play uh, against the defense if you want to and it teaches your lineman how to block it or your safeties may give you a little bit different look for your quarterback reads and your receiver reads but you know you're just trying to get these kids moving as quickly as possible and it gives the uh, the offense different looks and you get a ton of reps in this period if you want to do it from a defensive standpoint uh, you probably need to move your huddles for your offenses down, you know, your defense can start on the 50 and then probably move your, your offensive huddle, one of them down on the 20 and the other one down on the opposite 20. And what you're doing here is you're going, you're, you're teaching your kids how to, you know, make a play, quickly get lined up and communicate with each other and then the, the offense is ready to go. Plus, uh, if you have two different coaches running the offenses, you know, you don't have to worry about uh, you know, having uh, what we can say, we don't draw cards. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But you know, you, you want to make sure that your your scout teams are giving them as good a look as possible. And this way, you don't have to wait every time for somebody to do this. Uh, so it's just a, a way to get you know a lot of reps uh, competing. One of the things our kids asked for this last year was they wanted more competition in practice. Now, this competition could be one on one. O-line versus D-line, 
this could be one-on-one -on -one wide receiver versus DBs. Uh, this could be a, you know, a team competition where you got three plays to get 10 yards, uh, two plays to score from the six-yard line. And one of the things that we like to do with our kids is we like to reward those kids. And it could be you know, something uh, very simple. Uh, when we're talking about rewarding, you know, a, a, a Gatorade will go a long way. But I think what you're trying to do is you're trying to increase the amount of competition that you have at practice. And that's what you uh, want to do every time you get a chance to get your kids to compete. Uh, keeps them sharp, you know, uh, and as many times as you can go good versus good. I think, uh, you know, ones versus one, twos versus twos. I think that just makes it even better for the kids. Um, at our practice, we're fortunate. We try to videotape everything. Uh, we purchased a drone a couple years ago, and the drone was not very expensive. Uh, but you'd be amazed how many kids walk in your hallways would uh, love to learn to fly a drone and would come to your practice. And, uh, you know, you just give them a practice schedule, and it tells you what to film on the side of the practice schedule. Uh, we rotate through our individual drills because, you know, as, a, as an offensive line coach, I want to see my drills. I want to see what's going on. Same thing with seven on seven. You know, all those things. I think are uh, you know important to be able to, to tape and you can see those kids and help correct that uh, on videotape but the drone gives you a great view you know if uh, you don't want to buy a drone you can you know you can videotape on your phone on an iPad uh, a GoPro you know you can do a lot of things that are not very expensive in terms of getting that video back and it gives you a great feedback uh, you know tool as a coach and also your kids can see that feedback too. You know, you should go into your huddle account, obviously, or whatever you're using, and type in your notes, send that to the kids, and it gives them a, a chance to look at those things. Uh, not gonna hit every one of these uh, things today, but uh, you, again, you can download these uh, 20 practice organization ideas on our website. That's www.footballcoachescorner.com. Uh, we have this download and obviously other ones from our previous uh, podcasts and the podcasts that we'll have in the future. Uh, one of the things we do at the end of practice for conditioning, you know, we're not uh, a team that we'd like to, like a lot of teams, we like to practice fast and, and move our kids around as much as possible. But at the end of the day, we still want to get, you know, as much football specific conditioning as we can get in. So uh, we'll do perfect play versus air. And this is our offensive script at the end just as fast as we can go we'll have about three balls out there we'll move the balls from hash to hash uh lets our you know coach get a practice of calling plays uh we'll give him a down and distance and so he can go off of that script too but it's just something different that gets our kids a little bit of conditioning at the end of practice instead of just lining them up and you know running them down the field uh you know for gassers or sprints or whatever it may be uh we uh, at our school have spent the last couple of years having about a 10 minute period each week where we just try to put in uh, a crazy formation, a shift, or just something that's unusual uh, that we can put on film for the next game, for the next opponent to see. And you know, if you do this about once every week, just go with some formation, some shifts. Maybe uh, you know we've put in single wing before, just a couple of plays out of that. Uh, then your teams that you're playing in the future, you know, obviously with uh, the advent of huddle and everything else, you might as well assume that every team you're playing has every one of your videos. But if they're doing that and they're doing a great job of preparing, then they're going to have to spend time with all these different sets. And, uh, you know, it just takes a little bit of time up for them. 
uh, one of the things we went to in the in the past few years is breaking our schemes down now we don't have a lot of run schemes but we basically can break our schemes down into a, a zone scheme which would be inside and outside zone with any tags that we have that would be our monday uh, script tuesday all of our pull schemes or gap schemes uh, again we probably take in four to five run schemes per game so you know uh, we're not we're talking about a lot of carryover and a lot of reps on Monday and Tuesdays with those schemes and then Wednesday we're going to throw all of them in and review everything much as we would do on a Thursday walkthrough or a Friday walkthrough too. Uh, an idea that we got a few years ago uh, from a coach in Virginia was we started using uh, wristbands for our scout teams. Now uh, as the guy who does the wristbands I will tell you that it takes a little time on the front end uh, but this is the same type of wristband system that you see uh, all over the internet. They're, they're for sale in a lot of different places. But what we do is I will go in and type the specific assignments for each kid. Uh, and then in practice, all we have to do is say a color and a number. So red five may be uh, zone with a bubble. And so the kids just look down at their wristband. It tells them exactly what to do. The lineman may say zone right. Uh, you know, the, the, you may have trips to the, the field and it may say bubble, uh, you know, bubble to the th third receiver. Uh, but it just gets you more quality reps during practice. It also allows you to go faster during practice if you want to get, you know, if you're going against a team that uh, is no huddle. Uh, you know, it doesn't get any faster than just, you know, yelling a, a color and a number out there. So uh, it's something that, that we feel like has paid off for us. And your kids get used to it. Uh, you know, the, kid, the scout kids just grab their wristbands. And as a coach, you've got a script and you're just kind of going through it. It, uh, it, it really makes things different. Uh, and really we feel like very effective in terms of practice. You know, there are many times uh, when we're running a scout offense at our defense and our defensive coaches say, just hold on a minute, we've got to get something straight here, which obviously we don't mind doing, but we would rather uh, them try to tell us to slow down than tell us to speed up. And so we took the card drawing out of it, and so this just replaced it with our wristbands. Um, we, uh, like a lot of schools now, uh, like music at practice. Uh, now we like music for a, a couple of different reasons. I think uh, number one, it creates a better atmosphere. Uh, we let our seniors every year send us, uh, you know, the, the the songs that they want to hear, and I'll put them together on a playlist. And so that plays, you know, during our practice. And we usually get up to about you know 40 to 45 songs, and those rotate through. Uh, obviously, after they get old, sometimes you'll have some seniors that will say, hey. Can you put a couple more songs on a playlist? So we're just, you know, trying to create ideas. But one of the things that also does is it forces your players and your coaches uh, to learn to communicate with each other when you've got distractions and we've got noise. Uh, I think that is a big part of what we have, uh, you know, the reason we use this. Obviously, the kids like it because, you know, of the atmosphere and the background music. But it does help, uh, you know, on a Friday night or a Thursday night uh, when your kids learn to communicate with each other on the field and kind of keep those distractions, uh, you know, off to a minimum because they're used to having some of that background noise uh, going on during practice. Um, we have really started stressing uh, practicing third down and practicing goal line, you know, on offense and defense every week. I think that uh, if you emphasize it with your with your program, you know, as a defense, you want to get them off the field. You want to make them kick the football. 
uh, as an offense, you want to keep the chains moving, get that first down. So we'll go out one time a week and we will practice from an offensive standpoint, you know, third and two, third and seven, third and nine, third and 14. Plus it gives that offensive coordinator play caller a chance to go through and see what the kids are comfortable with instead of having to experiment on the field, uh, you know, on a Friday night. We definitely do not want uh, that to be something that we have to do uh, as, uh, you know, co as coaches is learn a lot on Friday nights. Uh, again, I'm just uh, going to hit the highlights of these. I'm not going to go over every single uh, of the 20 practice organizations that we have, but uh, feel free to visit our website for this download and many others. Uh, you can find these at www.footballcoachescorner.com. And uh, I'll hit a few more uh, before we sign off for today. But uh, something that probably a lot of coaches are doing, but if you're not doing it, I think uh, uh, you're doing a, a disservice to your your coaches and your staff, especially if you have coaches that are not on campus or that uh, work at another school during the day, is uh, we use Google Sheets and Google Docs for our practice schedules and our scripts. You know, this allows our coaches to uh, look at a, a lot of different ways, uh, you know, to plan practice. We'll leave it in where like, uh, you know, if the offensive and defense, we'll leave that part blank so the coordinators can go in and fill it out so specific uh, coaches can go in and fill out their individual time and see exactly what they need. Um, also, uh, have a theme for each day. Uh, just some examples, uh, you know, Monday could be Mental Monday, Tuesday could be Turnover Tuesday. You know, you could have any of those things that you wanna do, but I think giving it a name, whether it be effort or attitude or whatever it may be, I think that is an important part of uh, building a program and just getting your kids to focus on the things that they need to do uh, to make your practices you know, run as smooth as possible. Going back to the uh, scout teams, I think one of the things that are uh, is the most important thing is, is anytime a head coach can run the scout teams, I think you get the best look. Now, uh, and not being the youngest guy anymore, uh, I have a quarterback uh, who's a young guy who can run the scout team for me, but I think that if the head coach is in charge of that, it just gives the kids uh, on the scout team you know, makes it uh, maybe emphasizes it a little bit more and uh, adds a little bit to that. So you, you know, you want to get the best look that you can get. Uh, got a few more left, uh, but I'm I'm gonna just cover one of the biggest things I think we need to do uh, to help you with the practice organization is uh, you know, run fits and uh, what we still call, I guess you would say, bird dog. Uh, you know, we do uh, a period each day where we get our defense together with our offense. And uh, we're about half speed uh, going through our plays. Our offense is working on, you know, uh, uh, bird dogging or walking through those plays at about a half speed pace. And our uh, defensive coaches have our defenses aligned and they're working on run fits uh, at about the same pace. I, I think this uh, gives you a period of, you know, not non-contact, but also uh, you're trying to just slow things down a little bit, make sure you're getting your reads and keys, make sure that you're, eyes are disciplined and you know that they're in the right place where they should be uh, from an offensive standpoint make sure your kids are you know communicating pre-snap and just doing the things that they do uh, you know once the ball snapped and obviously you know your double teams it helps with that too uh, so we feel like that that's something that that helps us to practice uh, more efficiently uh, again all these uh, these 20 practice organization ideas are available for download at our website at www footballcoachescorner.com uh, you can also feel free to email us 
if you have any questions and they could be questions about this download or questions about you know previous podcasts or something maybe that you would like us uh, to talk about in the future uh, we welcome any questions and any input uh, our email address is fbcoachescorner at gmail.com and until next time continue to coach with pride passion and a purpose